Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got CrashPlan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. CrashPlan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. We have Angela Greaser. She is our Director of Operations here at Think Creative Collective and a huge asset to our team. I'm excited for you to get to know her and what she can help you do with your business. Yeah, so we're chatting all things team management, growing your team, things you need to do to set up your business to take on new members and how all of that even works once your team expands and once you try to get back into that CEO seat. We also share a lot about behind the scenes of where TCC was before we brought Angela on, why we needed her and what she does for us today and kind of how that role has shifted. So if you ever feel like you're needing a director of ops or someone to help manage your business shit, I really think this one will kind of give you some clarity on that. Hello, guys. It's a little Team TCC rendezvous today. Welcome, Angela, our Director of Amazing Operations, Business Manager Extraordinaire, Shoulder to Strategize on and Plan and Organize and, and Send in as the Word of Reason for a lot of people. Welcome. Hi. That was a long title. That was super long. Thanks for having <laughs> me, guys. We should find maybe an abbreviation for all of that. So Angela is our Director of Ops. And you might have noticed that when we've mentioned her in the past on the podcast, we <laughs> don't say her name, we don't say her title, because for the longest, we did not want anyone to steal her from us. Which uh, is did not, not an invitation. You. you don't get to No, no, no. She is not up for grabs. She is going to help you guys get some clarity in your own business when it comes to your operations and growing your team. But I think it would be really cool for you guys to hear kind of the position that we were in when we decided to bring Angela on, what she kind of does for us in our business and how that position has morphed, um, and then hear from Angela. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it was batshit crazy time when you came on. We were needing, I like to kind of say mama bear position here at TCC. We needed someone to kind of come in and and not tell us what to do necessarily, but like help us figure that out. Help us organize what this hot mess was when it came to systems, when it came to other team members, when it came to people we were collaborating with and customer service, kind of all of those facets where we still felt we were like in it too much and having to be the first person first point of contact for a lot of people. And it was exhausting and it was overwhelming. And you came in at like a crazy time for you, but the best time for us, I feel like. Yeah, I totally agree. I think we were right on the verge of a lot of things happening and you guys are going through a lot of transitions and it was definitely the perfect 
time for me to come on board. Yeah, we desperately needed help with team management. It became very clear to us that we had zero company culture. (laughs) We had very little processes in place as per managing our team. And we, you know, they're all contractors. So we gave a lot of people responsibility and just let them run with it. And I think we were realizing that we were underutilizing some people. And with slightly more guidance and attention, these people could really thrive. And so I think Angela came in at just the right time for us to really take the reins back and make sure someone was running the ship. (laughs) We were just so focused on revenue generating that I think externally, everything looked great. And internally, we were struggling. So what sort of things were you excited to take on when you first joined? Well, it was funny because when we first had our kind of call together and we're talking through what you guys need, I think what you thought you needed at the beginning of the conversation was not what you actually needed by the time we got through our conversation and at the end. So I think it's real. it was super, super important as coming in from my perspective was to just be able to talk through where are your current pain points, what's going on in your business, and where do you want to be? Because that defined the role that I was essentially stepping in to fill on your team. And I don't even think you knew that you needed that role at that time. I want to touch really quickly on how we even found you or how that came to be, because I think a lot of people like wonder like, okay, if you find this gem of someone for your business, like where is this directory and like, how does this happen? And so I posted up after Abby and I were overwhelmed, overworked, stressed, frustrated with a lot of issues. I posted in a smaller Facebook group that I'm in for mom business owners and was just like, here's the deal. Here's who we're looking for. We would love for someone to know how to do these things or be able to take these things off our plate. If this is you, raise your hand. If you have someone on your team who does this, let me know. Or if you know someone who does this, let me know. And you responded in the best GIF ever. And so we like communicated via GIF for a while and which was fantastic. But we took it to a phone call and it was exactly that where we, I think, spilled out all of these things that we would love to be taken off our plate. And you were like, okay, but that position has kind of morphed over time. And it's kind of shifted into something that I feel like was maybe something that we intended, but didn't really realize that we needed at the time. So talk to me about how like other business owners, if they if they think they want all of these boxes checked, like how do they kind of start to verbalize that with someone like you in order to get what they really need taken off their plate? I think the first step when you are realizing you need help Either you're looking to hire contractors or even if you're just a solopreneur and you're doing it on your own and it's getting overwhelming, the very, very first thing that I tell people is you need to document your processes in detail. So start with a tool like Toggle where you can, on your own, just start tracking what you're spending time on, tracking what you're doing and get super, super detailed because number one, you need to know where you're really spending your time. Because I think a lot of people are surprised when they actually start documenting what they're spending their time on, where that time falls. Because sometimes the tasks that you hate the most and you want to get off your plate the most aren't taking you 20 hours a week. They're really only taking you 10 hours, but it sure feels like it's 20 hours. So it's sitting down, getting super, super intentional with your documentation 
so you know where you're spending your time, but also so when you are ready to hire, you can turn that over to somebody else and you say, here's the workflow, here's the documentation all ready for you, rather than, okay, here, just come into my business and do what you're supposed to do. No, which is kind of what you guys were doing. Like, you know, we trust you, you know, you just go do this, go manage our social, go manage this. But unless you have those specific, every business is so different, you know, managing one business is social is not going to be the same as managing another. So you have to document what you need so that the people you're hiring are doing the right things in the right amount of time. Well, I think part of our problem was that we had gotten a little in over our head with everything we were doing. And so it just had gotten to the point where Emily (laughs) and I were working well beyond our capacity. And even despite like letting a bunch of it go, like we just needed certain things to start happening or things are going to fall apart. I mean, specifically like revenue was going to fall apart. Launching wasn't going to go as smoothly. And I think once we had the support we needed, all of a sudden things started taking off. And not that we hadn't done or laid a lot of groundwork ahead of time, but I think if you let yourself get to the point where you're just completely out of fuel, like it's just so much harder. So Mm-hmm. If I can encourage you to really think through the things that you ultimately want to delegate and really start documenting those processes before you mm-hmm. hate doing them. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think the thing too is like, so especially creatives, so many of us as creative small business owners think that we will never be able to afford or be at a business where we have someone like Angela. So we never think these things are going to go off of our plate. And Abby and I thought that we were ready, like we knew we were going to grow our company in order to have that those type of people, but we still didn't even really set up like the foundational layers that we could have. But I think so many people listening are like, I'm never going to be able to have someone manage my social, or I'm never going to have someone, you know, managing a team because I'm never going to have a team. But I really encourage you guys to plan like you're going to have that, even if you never do, because it's still going to help you streamline the process. And if you do try on an independent contractor for size, you're going to have that already outlined. And if it doesn't work, you at least didn't waste time trying to figure out that relationship. Well, and it's not just about hiring as well and managing people. It's managing the process. Because when you sit down and let's say you are not going to be in a place to hire a team or hire even one contractor yet, you sit down and you're documenting your processes, you can easily trim down the way that you're doing things. You can start integrating different software. You can, there are things out there to help you. And even if you're doing it on your own, there are ways to automate things and there are tools you can use. But until you know what you're spending time doing and until you have a good workflow down, you don't even know what kind of tools to look for. So even if you're not at that point yet, it's still worth thinking strategically and thinking about managing your business in a way that you can scale it, even if you're doing it on your own. I just want to encourage people to take the time. Like, I think the biggest thing holding me back from documenting processes is I really felt that it was going to slow us down. And I knew that it wasn't, but somewhere in the back of my head, I was like, it's just so much easier just to get it done rather than take the time to record the process. And there are some times where it totally saved our booty. Like, 
I remember the first time I delegated some graphic stuff. I recorded a bunch of stuff and we had some change in personnel and I was like scrambling. And then I remembered, I already documented this process and I can just send someone this training video and they have access to everything. And I literally don't have to do anything except like encourage them to watch the video and follow up and make sure they have everything they need. And you will be so thankful later, but sometimes in the moment, you're just like, why? Well, and I think because I recently started documenting a new process, it's not a new process that we not new to us to do, but new for me to actually document it. And I've always thought that it's going to take me way too long to try to document this. It's just going to be a pain. I will just do it. Right. But I had been frustrated and not with Angela, but, but someone else before who I tried to hand this process off to or this task without a process. And I was disappointed with how it was set up. I was disappointed that there were things like missing. And it's because I didn't do my own job to communicate everything that needed to actually be done to make that thing happen. So I opened up a Google Doc the other day, and it probably took me 10 or 15 minutes. I just sat and just was like, here's everything that needs to happen for this task to happen. I've just for memory, I did it for memory first, knowing that I was gonna it was setting up a webinar and the tech that involves all of that we were bringing in convert kit, we're bringing in lead pages, we're bringing in all sorts of things in order to make a webinar actually happen and for people to get notified and the promotion and all of that stuff. So it's documenting that entire process. And I did it from memory at first, knowing that I was going to be setting that tech up later that day. So I would not only go off of that list to make sure I wasn't missing anything, but the pieces that I just forgot that I just do by habit and by autopilot, I was able to integrate into there. Then I brought in Abby and was like, anything that you do as part of this process, add it here and where you think it needs to go. It's going to suck this time. I'm still looking back at that list. I'm still editing it. I'm still spending an extra minute here or five minutes here editing that workflow. But the next time we run a webinar, I might not have to touch any part of that process. Yeah. And that's the whole point. And the the great thing is, is when you have those things written down, like you said, you can go back and you can reference it. Anybody can get in there and do it. And if you combine that with simple Chrome extension like Loom, where you can literally, you're doing these things anyway. So let's say you're in a launch and you genuinely don't have 15 minutes or a half an hour or whatever to document, hit that little record button on Loom and just record yourself doing it. You don't need to narrate it unless you want to, unless it helps, but then you have it. And so if for whatever reason in the future, somebody's going to jump in and help, or if you just need to remember how you did it, you've got a whole video library that you can easily go back and reference. And even now when I'm training new staff, I always, rather than just answering their question, I'm always recording myself on Loom doing it. Rather than just saying, oh, go do this, I make sure that I'm making a video, I'll send them the link, I'll explain it to them if they need it, document it, yes. But the easiest thing is just to hit record and do it. And then you've got that video reference right there for people. Well, I think the cool thing specifically about Loom is there's no like, you just click a couple of buttons and go and it's recording. Whereas like, if you're doing it on QuickTime, which is what we've done in the past, it can be a little glitchy, A, and then you have to make sure that you save it in the right spot and like name it appropriately and all this stuff. And I feel like with Loom, I mean, even if you're completely careless, (laughs) it's going to end up somewhere that someone else can find it. Whereas, you know, with QuickTime, it might just end up on your desktop 
and sit there for six months. So I think that's a really nice tool. Plus, I, th- I feel like it's personable with the, the two-way camera where you can see the screen and your face at the same time. But that's just me. So I would love for you to share a little bit about like what the heck it is that you do here at TCC. So if anyone listening feels like they might need someone like you or start outsourcing some of the tasks that you take off of our plate, what does that even look like? Sure. So after you get past that kind of workflow documentation, and once I was working with you guys for a while, really getting into the trenches and learning what it is you do and how you do it, then it's really looking at who you have on your team, and is everybody on your team doing the right job? So we did a lot of strategy sessions together and really examining, okay, we have this person doing this, but this would really be served better by this person. Or we need another contractor to do this so that this person is is freed up. Because it's not just about who's doing what task, it's about who has the headspace to process that task and who is going to be vested in what we're doing. Because something you guys have been super passionate about ever since I came on from our very first conversation is building a culture here and building what TCC stands for and what we want to be like. And to make that happen, you want to make sure you've got everybody sitting on the right seat in the bus, everybody's doing what they need to be doing, and that everybody is vested in what they're doing. Because when they feel like they're part of the team, that's when they're not just going to be checking off boxes that things are going to be done, but they're going to be giving you input on, hey, I'd love to integrate this idea, or hey, I think we could do this better this way, or whatever. Because you want that feeling that what everybody's doing works together. And (laughs) I think the very first system we implemented was Slack. I know you guys have talked about this on the podcast before, and that was huge because when we were managing processes only through Trello, it felt very much just task-oriented, like the team was task-oriented. But when you use a system like Slack, you're building conversations and you're building a culture while you're still accomplishing tasks. So rather than it feeling disjointed, even though we're working with a lot of contractors, we're bringing people together to have a unified vision and to understand where they fit in the big picture of things. And I don't think that was happening before. No, absolutely. Well, and I think something that I've really kind of learned since having you on and and truly helping us with the culture piece is I knew that was important and I knew that was a goal of ours, but I think I still didn't entirely know like, okay, but what does that mean to me and to us here at TCC? And if we're all virtual, like how is that ever actually going to happen? And I think since having you here and since shifting some of our team around and bringing on a couple new people and letting a couple people go and bringing on someone different and like hashing all of that out, I've truly like started to realize, okay, there's a different quality that you can see and feel in someone who's vested in your business and someone who isn't. And that doesn't make them like not a great worker and not a great person for that job. But if you're looking for someone who wants to be part of the culture, who to bring ideas to the table and to truly live and breathe your company, you have to find someone that's invested in what it is that you're doing. And I didn't think that I was like, oh, well, all of our people care about TCC. And they do on some level, but not the level that I was craving that I didn't even know that I needed to have from the people on our team until you kind of brought that to light. Well, and it's just like what you said about the fact that you were trying to hand off a task 
and you felt like you didn't do that in the right way, you didn't give them the details, it's the same way. How can we expect them to care about TCC if they don't even know what we're doing? They don't even know the, the big picture. Yeah. So creating a culture and, and just opening the lines of communication a little bit make such a huge difference. And I'm not talking about big, long meetings. I'm not, and in fact, it's less meetings. You know, it's yeah. like you said, posting a funny GIF or posting a picture from the yeah. weekend or saying, hey, we've got this amazing webinar coming up, you know, show some love on social for it, just so people know. It's not asking people yeah. to go out of their way and do all these tasks we need them to do on top of what they're already doing. It's helping them share in what we're doing and sharing our excitement because that's what's going to make people want to be a part of the team and want to give their all once they're here. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com slash jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Get unparalleled access to job seekers with over 350 million unique monthly visitors globally, according to Indeed data, and an extended reach through Glassdoor. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. In the minute I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. 
After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. Yeah, I think one of the things that we really struggled with was transparency, which sounds totally ridiculous <laughs> because we know no boundary or filter. Right. <laughs> and we're very open about results. But I think for a long time, especially internally, the big strategic moves and plans and what was coming was very much only Emily and I knew what was going on and people were assigned pieces of the puzzle, but they didn't see the whole vision or know where we were going. And so my hope as we continue to grow is that, you know, not only are we transparent on the back end of this is what happened and we're super proud of these moves and how people played a part in that, but that we can be more open with how things are coming and going and like where the company is headed. And even as I'm saying this, I'm like, oh, there's probably a couple of things I need to mention to a couple of people. But, <laughs> you know, that it serves you well, because then mm-hmm. they know the point of it. Instead of yeah. like, I am making this graphic, all of a sudden, it's I'm making this graphic to help them promote a webinar that's supposed to bring in this amount of income so that they can make these moves in their business. And all of a sudden, what may have felt like a non-important task, all of a sudden, there's a level of this has an impact on the overall business and I can make a difference and I can help them pursue their goals and their dreams and I can be a part of it instead of a task rabbit, which I mean, who wants to be one of those? So like, I think that's so important. I mean, the more transparency, like when I think back to my corporate jobs, the more I knew about what was going on in the company, like the more I was excited, invested and ready to bend over backwards for people. And without that, when it feels like secrets are being kept, like, all of a sudden you get defensive and are like, am I going to have a job next month? And like, there's all these feelings that come up and I forget that when I'm all of a sudden in charge and I have to remind myself that those feelings are normal. And like, those are the things people are going through, even though we're a totally virtual team. And even though we're oftentimes people's client, they still work for us. So well, and it also opens the door of conversation when something doesn't go right. So if someone yeah. drops the ball, or let's say someone didn't perform to the level we needed them to, it's so much easier to go back and ha- have a conversation and say, okay, let's look at this, this didn't happen. And this is how it affected what was going on in the grand scheme of things. So how can we prevent this from happening in the future? Rather than just, oh, you didn't do it, you're out, or, oh, you know, whatever. It's having that conversation of it wasn't just something, oh, I didn't do this for a client. It was, hey, you dropped the ball. So 50 people didn't get the invite to the webinar. So or whatever, or that just having those types of conversations and, and creating a culture where those conversations are okay to happen is so, so, so important when you're building a team that's going to be working together for a common goal, even if it's contractors yeah. and not employees. Yeah. yeah. And I encourage a lot of people who, even if you're never going to go down the employee route and you have contractors or you're thinking about adding those people on of like, 
truly asking yourself, how can you start to create that in-person meeting huddle, like adrenaline motivation that comes from corporate life and that comes from people who like check in at an office, what aspects of those good things can you bring out and bring that into the virtual world? And how can you do it on your communication channels or through meetings or just talking with your people at all? But I think like really having that as a goal or something that you want to integrate into your business is only going to lead to more of those close connections that we're talking about. And we had a pretty awesome... Christmas party too. Yes, we yeah. did. <laughs> if you didn't see our pictures on social, we have a <sighs> we have team members all literally all over the country, all over the world. And yeah. Abby and Emily and I had been talking about how can we build a holiday party, a Christmas party, but do that in a way that everybody feels included. And it's not just, oh, you got a, you know, you got an Amazon gift card and, and we're so grateful for you and we love you, which is awesome and which is great. So we held a virtual party and we invited everybody and had everybody on Zoom and had a contest for everybody to dress up and earn points and earn prizes. And we sent out Christmas gifts that they had to open live on the party and played party games. And it was just fostering this fun, not a meeting, totally just a party, totally relaxed. But I really feel like it brought everybody together and brought this amazing spirit, even though we were none of us were in the same room together, but we still were able to create that feeling virtually. No, I think that's huge. And, you know, going back to the having those hard, not hard conversations, but I just wanted to backtrack a minute and say, I felt like I just always had to accept whatever happened in my business, even if I got frustrated whether it was something small or something big. And something I've realized over the last couple months is people take direction well if you deliver it well. And so I've had a couple of conversations that could have been way harder than they were, but because of the way it was delivered and because people knew that other things were connected, then all of a sudden, what could have been a conversation where someone felt like they were going to get fired, all of a sudden was, I'm just giving you feedback. So this thing can be corrected. And everybody's happy. And like, I mean, as a boss, sometimes those conversations suck. But like, they're people I love and care about and want to continue working with. They just need to be told that certain things need adjusting. So I think one of my suggestions for y'all, if you haven't already, is give your people a barometer in which to measure priorities. I think this was only something Emily and I articulated recently, but Emily and I internally and together always knew how we measured priorities, but we had never communicated that outwardly. And the moment you can actually say, look at these five tasks, if you were to put them in the order I would do them, what order would that be? Like, that's so helpful for your team dynamic. Yeah, super helpful. And it's helpful to also keep your business on track, because it's not just keeping everybody's minds aligned with where you want them to be and tasks aligned. I mean, that's what's going to steer your ship. That's what's going to keep you moving in an upward direction that you want to go. Because if people's priorities are different than yours and they don't even know it, Mm -hmm. they're literally sabotaging the progress you're trying to make, even though they are trying their best and they might be doing a great job. If they don't know what that great job looks like to you, 
it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what a great job they're doing or, or how excited they are or enthusiastic or on board they are if they don't know what your priorities are. Well, and I think unlike really any other business, I honestly feel like it's harder for Abby and I to not just have those conversations, but bring new people on. And then, you know, we have this level of expectations because Abby and I are afflicted with an amazing power of reading each other's minds. I don't know how to explain it. I don't know why that's a thing. It has been a thing from the very beginning and it just continues to get better over on over time. And I think we assume that that's going to happen with other people. But if it ever happens in your life, guys, it only is with one person. Like you can't be selfish. Like mind reading capabilities, it's only going to happen for one person. So I think for us, we are constantly reminding ourselves that like, okay, I haven't even verbalized this to anyone else. Like I know Abby gets it, but like I need to figure out how to formulate this into words. And sometimes that's hard because... There's a lot of our day, I feel like we're like cave people. Abby and I can go about our day grunting and the other person knows exactly what that grunt means. Like quite literally, sometimes <laughs> there are just sounds and I'm like, oh yeah, I got it. And I don't, again, I don't know, it's hard to explain, but it's just not a thing. That is not realistic to expect from other people, especially new people or people who don't know about your business. And so truly figuring out how to say sentences to other people on your team is pretty crucial. Well, what I didn't realize until quite recently, which is so sad, is that um, <laughs> my spouse also can't read my mind. Like, what? I know. And so I told you it only happens with one person. You've used it up. I know. And so that that learning to communicate is a huge Guys. skill. And Guys. If you're gifted to have one person that you don't have to talk to and understands everything about your life, like, bless you, you have magic going on. You but, made it. <laughs> but you have to learn how other people want to communicate. And yeah. so often we tend to communicate the way in which we like to be communicated to. Mm -hmm. And just newsflash, other people don't operate the same way you do all the time. And so... Yeah. Some people need written instructions. Some people need bullet points. Some people need paragraphs. They need feeling and emotion behind it. Some people need the most blunt, like mm -hmm. straightforward instructions ever. Some people need to hear your voice. Some people need to see you. And all of this was like brand new to me like two months yeah. ago, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, you know this, like you're a child in the playground and you know the certain friend that likes to pass the notes around and the one kid that likes to whisper in your ear, like you got it at five. Why don't you understand it when you're like in your thirties and running your own company? I don't know. I wish we could pass notes still. I like I was the person who like folded them up into the tiny like football triangles. Those are the days. <laughs> so what advice do you have for people who are struggling with communicating with their team members? Like what are the things that they can start to either ask themselves or ask of their team members or things that they can go through together to try to better that? I think it's super, super important to First of all, streamline your communications. One of the primary issues that we had with TCC when I first started with you guys was there were texts and there were emails and there were phone calls and there were boxes and there were all these different things. There were notes on Trello and did they see the tag and we don't know what's going on. So the first thing is to centralize your communication. So we had Slack because that and have Slack because we love it and that works for us. It might not work for every team, but it's going to work for a lot of people. So streamlining your communication, 
and it sounds silly, but you need to communicate your communication expectations because you might leave a note for somebody or text somebody or whatever, and they don't respond to you. And you're like, they didn't do it. They didn't see it. I cannot believe this person. They're so disengaged. I can't believe it. And then the person on the other end is thinking, oh, I saw their text. I'm going to go do it. I don't need to respond. I got it. Or I saw the message in Slack. I'm good. So one thing that we started doing, even just in Slack, is saying, okay, if you're tagged on a task, just respond and let us know, hey, we got it. We're on it. So it's communicating those expectations where you're not going to be surprised if something is or isn't done. And then going back to what Abby said about different people have different communication needs. So when you're dealing with that, making sure that there are channels open so that if you're communicating on Slack and you're, you're messaging back and forth with somebody, if you know you need to get on the phone with that person, open that up, jump on Skype, jump on Appearin, jump on something where they can talk it out with you if they need it. And when I say with you, I mean your director of operations, because if you have somebody in that place who can manage your team for you, that's going to make the communication so much easier for you to deal with. One of our major goals has been to get you guys off the front lines and off fielding those questions and freeing your headspace up and your time during the day so that you can deal with the higher priority tasks with the revenue generation, with the strategic vision for the company. And you couldn't do that if there was a communication hole with your team. Like there had to be something to fill that gap, whether that's a director of operations, whether that's clear communication expectations, meaning, hey guys, we are not going to be available for any questions from noon till three o'clock. Don't, don't message us. Don't call us. Don't text us. Unless the world is on fire, you got to let us get this planning session out. Or saying we are only available Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or we're only available Tuesday, Thursday, whatever. You just need to communicate those expectations because if you don't set those boundaries and expectations, you're going to be completely overwhelmed with the amount of tasks and the amount of information and the amount of issues and, and just people management that you have to deal yeah. with. Yeah. I tell you guys, the best thing we've ever done was have Angela take over and be that front line of contact for not only our team, but we brought on new team members since we've brought Angela on. And she's been like the only person that they've really hung out with. We might pop into a couple meetings, but we're not like the director of like the communication with them. And it has been so amazing and so freeing and just so like, I know they're handled and I know things are good and I don't have to worry about that part. And you don't, I don't think you quite realize how much that like takes up your day or takes over your week um, until you don't have to do it. So if you're in a position where you're bringing on people like that, having someone to manage that for you is life changing. Because it's even headspace. Because when you keep yes. getting pulled, if you guys are sitting there trying to deal with a situation or you're trying to deal with, hey, let's plan out our marketing strategy for the year. And you've got ping, ping, yep. ping. Oh, what do I do with this mm -hmm. customer? What do I do with this person? This person needs this. It, you can't even separate your head and be thinking about where you need to be. Right. Well, let's move in to talk strategy to me. And I would love for you to tell me as a business owner and they're looking at what holes they need to fill. They've kind of written down some tasks they need to delegate. What are three to five action steps they can use to really get more organized, more streamlined and have better communication? Well, I think number one, going back to that documenting and processes. Number two, you have got to have a really stellar project management software. I don't care if you have one client, I don't care if you have a hundred, you need to have a project management software that works for you. And 
taking time to get that set up. And again, you think, oh, it's going to take me so much time. I should just, I just need to do, I just need to get it done. No, you need to stop and you need to get yourself organized so that you can manage your projects and manage your business. If you don't do that, things will fall through the cracks and you will not be able to build your business or scale at all because you were constantly going to be playing catch up. And you're, it's, like, it's like you're trying to build your business on quicksand because you have no foundation. And unless you have that key organizational foundation, you're not going to be able to grow and scale at all. So I would say three, you really need to identify your specific pain points. So if you are looking to hire or you're looking to bring in a contractor, you need to get super, super specific and look for experts where you are weak. So if you know social media and you're great at getting on Facebook and jumping on Facebook Live, but you are totally horrific at Instagram or Pinterest or running Facebook ads, get specific. Don't just hire, oh, here's a social media expert. I'm going to hire them. Get specific about who you want and what you want them to do. Because the more specific you are, the more strategic you can be with that person. And then that person is not just going to help you tread water and help you get the tasks done. They're going to help you grow your business. And that's where you need to be, not in a point of survival, but a point where you are thriving and constantly scaling. Even if you feel like you have this small budget, even if you have this small business, you need to be thinking strategically and thinking with growth in mind with every decision you make. Yep. I love that. Thank you so much. Yeah, of course. Well, girl, where can people hang out with you online? Well, you can always hang out with me in TCC's Facebook group. <laughs> I'm there. But um, <laughs> my business is All The Ops. It's alltheops.com. You can come hang out. Check us out there. Um, we talk all about people operations, strategic operations, tactical operations. We get into it all. That's why it's All The Ops. But yeah, I'm, I'm there. I'm with TCC, obviously. And yeah, love to hang out. You guys, you can go hang out with us in our community at thinkcreativecollective.com slash community. Introduce yourself, say hey to Angela and the other team, and we will meet you there. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor, to get podcast updates and all the behind-the-scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show, but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.